We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Ankle punch Hey everyone <laughs> Hello <laughs> I was not expecting that And I loved it Welcome to uh, Except for the part where now my ankle hurts Oh Hi everyone Hi Welcome to another episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Erin. And on our show, we'd like to talk about things related to pop culture. And not-so-pop culture. We are in week four of Time Travel Month. We sure are. Is this the last week of Time Travel Month? I think it is. Is it? Yeah, because the next episode comes out on February 2nd. Yeah, you're right. So, welcome to the last episode of Time Travel Month. Yay! We're talking about time travel again. <laughs> we sure are. <laughs> I know you're shocked. <laughs> and then we'll go back to not being a time travel podcast. Yeah. So this week, we are bringing it uh, completely back up to date. Because we started off with some old... Stuff. Old time travel stuff. Well, we started off with... We, we time traveled into our own past with an outtakes right. episode. Right. Right. And then we did frequently asked questions about time travel. Right. And then the door into summer. And then the door into summer. And now Future Man. Future Man. This show, you guys, it's a it's a Hulu original series. Yes. Starring Josh Hutcherson of Hunger Games fame. And written by Seth Rogen and Adam Goldberg mm-hmm. of Superbad, etc. fame. Yes. Of Seth Rogen's career fame. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> And I watched it last month. I watched it in December. Okay. And told James he needed to watch it. Yes. When we first saw the promos for it, I said we should consider covering this on the show. We heard we heard from several people that we should do it, do it on the show. Yeah. And then so I watched it and I was like, dude, you need to you need to get on this. And eventually I did. Uh-huh. And eventually I did. It might be the name of my autobiography <laughs> in terms of like my relationship with media and stuff. Uh-huh. I know Andy's nodding his head. Hi, Andy. Hi, Andy. Um, But yeah, I, I watched it over the course of like the past two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I finished it on Saturday night. And I'm excited to talk about it. Yes. Kevin and I binged it in, the, I mean, like less than a week. Yeah. We watched the whole thing. There was one night where I was, I went from like the third episode to like almost done. Uh-huh. And it was way too late because I was, because it's that thing where Hulu's like, all right, I'm going to keep going. And I'm like, yeah. you do your thing. Yeah. The only reason I didn't watch the whole thing in one night is because my husband is, he was like, okay, we've watched three episodes it's time to go to bed. I'm like, just one more. And he's like, no, it's 11 o'clock. It's time to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. And it's because he can't stay awake any longer than that. So he knew he would fall asleep right. if we kept going. Right. And he didn't want to miss any. Yeah. So. It, it's a it's an excellent show. It really is. Um, I will say it's violent. Yes. And fluidic. I can think of... Fluidic. There's as in bodily fluids. Yes. Yes. There's at least two that I can think of. There's at least two. I, I, maybe there's it, blood it, and vomit. Oh, and vomit. Right. And what semen. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's like one of the first things that happens. I mm-hmm. forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Right. Vomit too. Yeah. Their vomit was really yellow, like super yellow. It was super yellow every single time. I don't know what that was about. Yeah. I mean, yellow vomit. <laughs> 
not to get all sawbones on you because I'll be making up what I think is the truth. <laughs> uh, I, actually, I think it's with dogs. It indicates like bile. So it's yeah. Like, yeah. But all the vomit was happening. <laughs> Welcome to Unabashedly Obsessed, a show where we talk about vomit. <laughs> um, all the vomit was happening at like the the same event. There Everybody was some more had... vomit later. Though. Oh, was there? Yeah. I don't remember that. And it was and it was yellow as well. Oh, okay. I was going to say, presumably, yeah. everybody there had been eating the same thing. Yeah. So. It's less vomit in total than the two vomit scenes in Pitch Perfect. Yes. Um, so if you can handle that, you're good. Yeah. On the fluid part. I mean, the violence part and the blood part. And There's the, like, a lot of... But it's... It's sci-fi yeah, it's action like, violence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't anything that, I mean, I don't know, b- blood doesn't bother me on TV, but, yeah. so it didn't bother me, yeah. but, yeah, um, there's also nudity. Uh, yes. <laughs> Surprise, it, it ramps up. There's one episode, probably three quarters of the way through. Almost, maybe even like, maybe even like more than nine that. Like nine tenths. It was, it yeah. may have been like the, the last two or three That's three episodes. just full frontal male so much. Yeah. And when I say so much, I mean that in a variety of ways. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But we'll get to that later. Or do you want to talk about the penis now? Well. (laughs) When would you like to discuss the penis, James? Um, I just like, uh, that's the most uncomfortable laugh I've ever, I've ever laughed in my whole life. Uh Uh-huh. Let's talk about it later. Okay. Are you Um, hoping I'll forget about it? Because I won't. No. It's, (laughs) it's, I think that we should do a brief a brief plot synopsis. Sure. And then we can get into, like... All the stuff. Favorite parts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So basically, uh, Josh Hutcherson plays Josh Futterman, mm-hmm. which we are assured is a actual last name. Yep. Um, and he is a janitor at a, at a, a medical research company. Yeah. Which we learn much more about later. Mm-hmm. Um. And but his big thing is that he plays this game called the Biotic Wars, right? That no one has ever beaten, right? It's like his goal is to be the first person to beat this game, right? And he plays it on his breaks at work. Like he's got this whole sweet like yeah. video game set up in the janitorial closet right. at work, yeah. And his setup at home is even better. He's yeah. got like this. I mean, it looks. It's almost. Like something out of like Star Trek. It's like this chair and all these screens and the. It's I, a really awesome gaming setup. I think, and I don't know this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might not be. I think that might be somewhat semi-standard. Like I think that there. I think that he. It's not. I think that gamers that are watching it would oh, be like, sure. yeah, he has right. the chair. He has the thing. But right. I was also like, geez. Yeah. That, it's, I mean, it's not the. Xbox and controller and sofa that my husband gave Right, exactly. On. I was like, it's not me sitting on my bed playing Genesis. Right. Trying to figure out the best configuration to make the, the, the cord stretch. Right. Yeah, so it's it it looks to... I don't know what game to compare it to because I'm, again, it, I just made a, a Genesis reference, so like... Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's it's a first-person shooter, um, yeah. sci-fi, like a Fallout or... Halo? Halo, yeah. Overwatch, maybe. I'm just naming games that I have heard of. Right. Um, You are basically trying to... You're part of this resistance against uh, the biotics, 
who are heavily engineered perfect people. Yeah. Um they they have basically been it th- this game takes place in a future where illness has been engineered out of people. Right. And so the biotics are the individuals who can no longer get sick. They right. are all beautiful. Well, we find out. Yes, we, yeah, we we find out later. We, you don't find out much about the game when he's playing the when game. He's playing it, the biotics look like um, if you know Doctor Who, they look like the Silence. They have like yeah, no no skin features and kind of just like general face ish things. Yeah, um, those turn out to be masks, and the people right. that are act. I mean, again, don't listen to this if you're worried about spoilers, but uh, it's very. Admit the show admits um, immediately in the first episode that it is exactly the plot of the last Starfighter. So right. he plays this game and he beats it. Right. Um, and it says, you know, you are the you have you have achieved savior status. Yes, you are the savior. Yeah. So oh, and his character, his avatar in the game is called Future Man. His right. Last, his actual last name is Futterman. His gamer tag is Future Man. Right. Because if you have a last name like Futterman. It's not that hard right. to, to you know, right. make a couple changes. I have to say, though, I am glad that they gave him the last name Futterman so that Future Man wasn't, like, so that there was a reason why he was called Future Man. And right. it wasn't just, like, he wasn't very creative when coming up with his gamer tag. Right. Right. So, yeah. Um. Exactly. So, he beats the game, and the two characters from the game... Appear in his bedroom. Warp into, yeah, they, they, they flash in and they're suddenly standing. There. Yeah, it, there, it is a woman named Tiger yes. and a man named Wolf. Yes, and they are there because it turns out the game was, <laughs> one of my favorite lines from the show was Tiger telling him, uh, everything about the biotic wars is real. Yes. The biotics, the wars, everything. <laughs> yes. So basically the idea is this was a recruiting thing. So they could find someone to help them stop the biotic wars from ever happening. Right. Um, they they miscalculated because they thought that someone who was good at video games would be would have those skills in real life. Yeah, they're real upset when they find out that he can. <laughs> he is not a strong man, not a particularly quick on his feet, clever man. He's also played the final level like a gajillion times before he finally figures out how to beat it. Right. So when they are in an actual situation where he has to think on his feet, it doesn't usually go so great. Right. Yeah, exactly. Or in any situation where he has to throw a punch. And he, right, he doesn't, right, he doesn't like throwing punches, he doesn't really like really fighting, and certainly not like killing actual people in actual real life. Right. So he works at a company... That is run. That was founded by this guy named Cronish. Mm-hmm. Um, Elias Cronish. Elias Cronish is trying to cure herpes, both for the public and for himself. Because on the night of the moon landing, he hooked up with a woman dressed as Barbarella. Yes, wearing bright red lipstick that hid her giant herpes sore. Right. Um. So the first thing they do is they go back. And try and and stop that from happening. Yeah, they try to cock block him. Right. Um, they and, succeed in cock blocking him, and they also change the course of history by inspiring a guy named Lamar to found uh, 
what we know as Apple, but what Lamar founded was Black Apple or Blapple. Blapple. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Siri becomes Lamar. Lamar. And like, like you want to ask how the weather is. You say, hey, Lamar, how's the weather today? And he says, it's it's looking great out there. You take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> my One of my favorite things was, and I think I like this about a, I think I like this about comedies with good, with well-written characters, mm-hmm. is that you don't have to, and actually, um, who was talking about this? Oh, they were talking about this on... Travis was talking about it, and I think it was on The Kind Rewind. So he was saying, I don't like when in the third season of a show, they're like, but I've always been a compulsive shopper. And it's like, what? No, no, you haven't? Yeah. That's just for the plot of the show. I like when they can establish a character's things Mm -hmm. or a device's things or like they, they set up something that can deploy every now and again without having to be referenced. Right. So, like, Blapple never stopped. Like, they never went back and didn't do that. Right. So, Blapple was there for the rest of the season. The rest of the season. Right. Any iPhone is a Blapple product. Right. Um, Also, um, Blupple. I think Google became a, a an Apple a, a Blapple product as well. Oh, I don't remember that. There's there's something about like you know oh I I just Bluegled it or something like that. Um, oh, okay. But anyway, so like I like that they didn't that there were things that was like, um, or like when Wolf gets into cooking, like yeah, he you establish that he's super into cooking, and so then they they keep delivering on that. Yeah, the writing <clears throat> and. Like the the writing and delivery of the writing, like was just on point. Yeah, the the I was very impressed with the way the story unfolded. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I don't think we need to do an entire no. show synopsis, but basically the entire season is them going back and trying to stop Cronish from creating the biotics, right? Which he does in attempting to cure the world of herpes. He basically finds a super cure that cures all viruses. Using possum semen. Using possum semen. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was something. There are parts of it that you feel like, my God, that is a clever line. Mm-hmm. And you're laughing. And then there are other parts where you're laughing, but you're like, that is... So gross. I hate everything about this, but it's funny. Like when he's yeah. like the, he's hiding in in the, the trash, trash bin. can. There was a towel bin. <laughs> yes, he's hiding <laughs> in this bin full of dead possums, and and he pops out of this bin of dead possums. And she's like, "Why didn't you hide in the towel bin?" Yeah. He's like, "I didn't know there yeah. was one." And like all of the other bins are filled with clean linens. Right. He's in the only one that is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's excellent. Uh, Haley Joel Osment is in it. Was I? Haley Joel Osment has changed so much. Yes. Since the Sixth Sense. Yes. I mean, obviously, it's right. been twenty years. Right. But he was so good. Yeah. In this. And um, Allie and Adam, especially. Hi, Allie and Adam. Hi, Allie and Adam. Uh, they did an episode on uh, a movie called Sex Ed. Okay. Starring Haley Joel Osment. Which seemed like it had elements of this, only more cringy and less funny. 
I don't know how I missed that that movie even existed between, you know, living in a world with the internet and Haley Joel Osment being a fairly well-known name and the fact that, you know, I follow Allie and Adam's podcast, so you'd think I would have seen that pop up. Yeah. It was it was an er- it was an earlier episode of, of so okay. that's how it ends, um, but uh, they should I, I want if they're listening I want them to especially pay attention because he is excellent in this yeah um, he has they do the thing where changing the past you know the time travel thing um, <laughs> changing the past affects like him and his personality like they so like there's one where he's like mean but not in charge right there's one where he's mean and in charge right there's There's, one where he's like a a meek lackey right exactly yeah and i really and he was excellent in all of them there's one where he's just like a real creepy weirdo yep that's the one that's the one where he's mean mean, mean and in charge Yeah. yeah he just turns into a real creeper my f- one of my favorite like parts. I don't yeah the thing that made me more uncomfortable in this entire season uh-huh. than any other moment was when he was he had chocolate all over his hands and was licking the chocolate off of his hands right I have like the possum semen did not bother me as much Josh Hutcherson in a bin full of dead possums didn't bother me as much Josh Hutcherson. Just splooging all over Wolf's leg didn't bother me as much. Yeah. The girl's head exploding didn't bother me as much. That was one of the funniest things. Yeah. That, actually, the funniest thing was probably also the most shocking thing. Um, but they did. They had timing down pat. Which one? Uh, well, okay. The, the the girl's head exploding yes. was one of the best time things. Yes. Um, the biggest laugh I got... Mm-hmm. Was when he was upstairs with the girl that he thought was. Vanessa. Oh yeah, yeah. It was such a cheap move, but it worked one hundred percent. This movie, this show, borrows so much from other pop culture. Yeah. Things that, like, I mean, especially you know, if you can think of like a time travel trope, it's in this, and it will directly reference. Yeah. The thing that it's in. Right. Right. I mean, like, there, he, he has to school them on time travel because they don't know time travel, even though they have the ability to time travel. Yeah. They are the time travelers, but they don't know things like you don't go up and talk to your past self. Right. Which he, and then also it breaks all of those rules. Mm hmm. (laughs) Um, my, my favorite section. Which will come to the surprise of no one who knows my opinions about eleven twenty two sixty three, <laughs> uh, was when Tiger and Wolf were living in in past eras. Yeah, I really that there was a, a beauty to that that I really really liked. Yeah, Tiger ends up living in the eighties and into the nineties. Wolf does. Wolf does. Right, right. Tiger sorry. ends up back in the forties. Right. Um, living with Elias Cronish's mother and baby Elias Cronish. Right. And it's and very Dread Pirate Roberts, I'll, yeah. you know, I'll kill you in the morning. Like, yeah. Um, Actually, I'm pretty sure they flat out, she flat out says, I'll kill you in the morning. Yeah, I think she or, says, or, I'll probably kill you tomorrow. Yeah. But it's, I, 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 if that's not a Princess Bride it reference. Was a dir- it was a direct <laughs> reference, yeah. <laughs> um, Corey Hart the singer of Sunglasses at Night, uh-huh. not only plays a 
large role in uh-huh. this show. Not not actually Corey Hart acting in the show. Although he is in the show. He is, but But his that his, his the character of Corey Hart is kind of a major plot point. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying not to not I don't to do wanna... the thing where like we just are like and then this happened and this happened and this happened. Anyways, you should see the show and you're like, "Why?" Right. So, you should see the show. You absolutely should. It's so well written. It's so well acted. Yeah. Josh Hutcherson, I liked him well enough in The Hunger Games. Yeah. I liked him in Detention. Yeah. That's the other thing that we've watched for the show. I was trying to think earlier when I was like, of Hunger Games fame. And we watched something yeah. that he was... There's a reason why we were like, oh, Future Man. Yeah. Um, it's because we watched Detention, Detention and I liked him in that. He was so good in this. It felt like a combination of the two. Yeah, kind like, of. Like Marty McFly, his his Marty McFly impression from Detention, mm-hmm. plus his like action in over his head, holy crap, what's going on from PETA. Yeah, he didn't have... Mixed together. Yeah, he didn't have as much of like the sweet earnestness that right. he did in The Hunger Games. Like just the sure. character didn't. Like, sure, This yeah. character was a much more kind of ordinary person. Right. Uh, but yeah, and Wolf Wolf was my favorite. Wolf was my favorite. I think Wolf was most people's favorite. Um, I really like. He was the most dynamic character. Yeah. 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 Tiger didn't really do much changing or growing up until the point that she ended up in the forties. And then when her language changed, mm-hmm. like that, she started using words like skedaddle. Mm-hmm. I was like, this show has thought has this show has thought of plot points and their repercussions, mm-hmm. and then they've taken out the, all the wires. Like, yes, they don't explain explicitly that she's using this weird language because she's just spent like ten years in the forties in the the forties in the li- living with a black woman in the South in the forties, right? So she picks up a lot of. Colloquialism, pattern, yeah. colloquialisms is the word yeah. I was thinking of. Thank you. Yeah, but they and they don't they don't say that they don't yeah. even really reference it other than she's suddenly talking like this, and that gradually wears off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Wolf was excellent. They kept on growing his character. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite episode was probably James Cameron's house. Yeah, that was really good. The, like I may have teared up. Sure. A lot. Sure. The 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 it was an excellent episode. Mm-hmm. It, it's an excellent show, but that episode it was over, and I was like, "Whew, that was a ride." Yeah. So I think that one of my favorite things about it as a whole. Well, let me say what I think the overarching theme of it is. Yes, please tell me about your o- overarching theme. It's it's actually sort of anti time travel. Okay. And it is that even if you could do something over again, some things are just screwed. Right. Cuz in the last episode like the cul- the culmination of the of the of the the story, mm-hmm. like three different characters are like so any way any way you 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 try you, th- this thing was going to happen one right. way or another. Right. And I really like that as as the button on a time travel show. Yeah. Which is, sure, time travel. Weird, right? 
st- and and yet you still cut your finger open. Right. Yeah, because so the whole point of this is stop Cronish. It starts out, stop Cronish from getting herpes. Right. So that he won't create the cure for herpes. Right. So they go and stop him from hooking up with the girl who gives him herpes. Right. And then he ends up being humiliated by Josh in a dance-off. Yes. And is so embarrassed that he decides to go do like a backpacking through Europe thing. Right. During which he just hooks up with a lot of people and contracts herpes. Right. Like you do in your backpacking. Right. There's, there was a whole thing where he, I guess they, that w- that ended up being. He just had herpes. Well, they never went back and undid right. that party. So that ended up being the new timeline for how he got herpes was right. backpacking in Europe. Right. And then there were other things that would branch off. From yeah. that, but basically, no matter what they did, because they got to where they were like, "Well, we have to kill Cronish right before he develops the cure, right, and then he ends up giving away all of his research so that somebody else develops it, right, uh, so we have to go back and we have to kill him when he's a baby, right, and Josh has problems with that because you don't kill babies, right, I believe that's actually a direct quote, yeah, you can't kill babies, right, uh, tiger interacting with babies. Yes. Was so good. So the the future from which Tiger and Wolf come, th- there are no babies. Right. There are biotics, and yeah. there is the resistance who have all been sterilized. Right. The biotics have made this resistance. Sort of a eugenics sort of yeah. situation. Yeah. And so she's never seen a baby. Right. And so the first time she sees a woman with a baby, she's like... What is wrong with that tiny man? <laughs> and then she goes, I want to touch it. Yeah. And she goes over and tries to touch this baby. And Josh is like, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, you can't just walk up to some woman and start touching her baby. Yeah. And it was just, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. I loved and it. I think one of the interesting wrinkles was when they had that biotic prisoner. Mm-hmm. And she was basically like, they're the bad guys. Yeah. We're just normal. We're just people. We've, and like, it was a really interesting vaccination sort of thing. Right. Cause like, the idea is that they have cured disease. Right. And then that's a bad thing. Right. And so it's an interesting, cause, cause that episode, I was like, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, they, is this possible that like, you're on the wrong side of of this fight? Yeah. And I guess she was just lying. Well, I'm, she like, may have believed what she was saying. But... Yeah. His, yeah, I mean... His verdict was based on the fact that she'd lied to him and they hadn't. Right. Well, and so the biotics... I mean, it's like, it's like any, like, war situation. The, the biotics are trying to wipe out the non-biotics. Right. Because the biotics believe themselves to be the superior race. Right. And so, of course, they believe that they are on the right side. Right. And they believe that the resistance not wanting the biotics to exist is dumb because in a world where it's all biotics, there's no disease. Right. Nobody dies. Right. So what... 
what's the bad? Like, how is that bad? Right. How is a world with no disease bad? Like, I see the argument for that. Yeah. Although overpopulation, I suppose. is Well, yeah. But I mean, like, I see why the biotics think that what they are doing is good. Right. But they also kind of turn, the biotics are also kind of like super soldiers. Uh Uh-huh. I think a world without disease is one thing, but when you take that world without disease and make everybody into super soldiers bent on eradicating everybody else on the planet, right, is where you get a problem. Yeah, I think that that I'm just I'm just yeah, throwing that out there. Absolutely, as, <laughs> sure. I'm just spitballing here. Absolutely, I think that you get an interesting argument about vaccinations and anti-vaxxers and stuff. Yeah, because kind of the argument, the resistance argument is, don't make us take these shots. Right. So I think in a college class about Future Man, mm-hmm. one of the days or topics or chapters or whatever would be about that debate. Right. Because it would, you know, there's 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 a conversation to be had there because I think that the answer is you have to let anti-vaxxers just do their own thing. Right. Even if you disagree with them because... Otherwise, you turn into biotics. I mean, basically, if, you, if you're trying to kill them right. out because you think that they're doing something wrong, then you're wrong. Right. But, no, wrong. Wrong. Right. Um, so, <laughs> let's... Um, <laughs> so, I'm not sure what, what else we, we should talk about. I loved uh, during fights. <laughs> they would say... And, the, and the, I don't know if this is a video game thing or... I don't think it's a thing that happens in actual video games, but I think they were making fun of. I think older video games used to, because you'd need to know if you'd done the right button comp sequence or whatever. Okay. So they would say the action they were taking. Yeah. So like, neck stab, ankle punch. Yeah. As they were doing it. And eventually Josh started doing that too. Yes. And it was, was so good. Yeah. Um, uh, Martin, what's his name was in it? The guy that you keep trying to tell me who he is? Martin Star, Star was in it. Yes. He was in it. He was, uh, uh, yes, he was also in it. Uh, he was very So fine. now I know who he is. Yes. It was really funny to have two weeks of me trying to explain who Martin Star was to you and then watch the show the for this week. The episode he's in. <laughs> and then I'm like, hey, but that's him. That's what? <laughs> <laughs> um, And to, to know that you, like, to... Well, and what's we funny, found the thing that you watched with Martin Starr right. in it. <laughs> well, and what's funny is you texted me, Martin Starr plays the game store girl's ex-boyfriend yeah. who is like a chemist or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I don't remember what he looks like. Yeah. I remember like I remember the character, but yeah. you could show me a lineup. Yeah. I could not pick Martin Starr out of it. Wait a minute. He was in the Veronica Mars movie, too. Probably. He was the new friend that turned... Spoilers for Veronica Mars movie. He was the guy that turned out to be the bad guy. I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. I don't remember much. Yeah. Because you know how my memory is for things. Uh-huh. It's is not it bad. Good. It's bad. Okay. Yeah. I thought I remembered that. Yeah. So what else is The penis. The... Right. Uh, so one element of group time travel is that sometimes some of your body parts get Freaky friday Or like scars or like... Yeah, so Tiger has this scar on her cheek yeah. that ended up on Wolf's arm. Yeah. Like they all group time traveled at one point. And I guess the device they were working with was running low on its power source. Right. And so it was a bit unstable. Cameronium. Cameronium. 
which is a whole thing. <sighs> it's a bit unstable. And so Tiger's scar ends up on Wolf's arm. Wolf has a scar over one of his eyes that ends up like on Tiger's hip or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one of Wolf's toes. toes switches with one of Tiger's toes. So like his pinky toe for her big toe or something. You know, she get he gets her pinky toe where his big toe used to right, be. Right. And she gets his big toe where her pinky toe used to be. Which... How they weren't constantly falling over. Yeah, I don't know. me, but... They were both just like, why do my feet feel weird? Right. Oh. And also, Wolf and Josh switch penises. Right. And it's this whole thing. It's... Wolf, maybe It's one Wolf of the, is, like, top five recurring things that are referenced in the show. Yeah. Wolf is really upset about it. Sure. Josh is not super thrilled at first because he's like how do you walk with this thing because wolf is super hung and but wolf the one of the points of this thing that wolf makes is that it's not about the penis it's about the mane the lion's mane something like that warrior's mane yeah i guess they also switched pubic hair right they switched groins and Wolf, or or did they not switch pubic hair, and so Wolf got to keep his mane? No, he didn't. He was he most didn't. upset okay, about that. He was that. most upset about that. Yeah. yeah, this is what happens when I watch it a month ago. Well, I don't remember specific small details, or not so small. I remember the big details. Gotcha. So there's one. Po- I I just I I I feel the need to talk about this particular moment. That's fine. When Josh meets himself. From this new timeline that he's in. Joosh. Joosh. Well, I guess J-Futz, but... J-Futz, yeah. So he he meets himself from this new timeline, and there's a scene where he walks in on him in the shower. Right. And they do this whole thing where they just stare at each other's dicks a bunch, and then you get to stare at the dicks a bunch. Mm-hmm. And the prosthetic that they gave Josh Hutcherson for Wolf's penis... Is ju- I mean it's it's laughably massive. Yes, like intentionally so huge that it's very funny and haha. I think they gave other Josh Hutcherson a prosthetic as well. I was wondering that when I was watching because I think for TV. Yeah, I realize it's Hulu, but I think there is some. I, I'm completely making this up, but based on something that I feel like I may have read at some point, uh-huh. you can't show an actual penis, but you can show a prosthetic that looks like an actual penis. Interesting. And it seemed large enough that Wolf should not have been upset about it. Right. I mean, Josh Hutcherson's not a big dude. Right. It it seemed disproportionate. Even the, quote, normal penis seemed disproportionate to josh hutcherson's size right and to the big deal that was made by wolf now the lion's mane or whatever was definitely less profound yes on 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 the on, on jfutz yeah on jfutz the other op- alternate timeline josh yeah um so if that's what wolf was upset about True. then then it's understandable i would be interested to know if anybody listening to this knows if there is some sort of FCC rule about showing actual penises versus prosthetic penises on camera. Normally, I would say, post in the group about it. 
I think this might be an email. Yeah, email us. Let's do an email for this one. Unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com. You should join the group. Unabashedly obsessed with unabashedly obsessed. Um, but I'm not sure. Either I mean, way, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. If, if you can come in and be like, yes, Aaron is correct. There is an FCC rule about, yeah, you know, full I, frontal male nudity, have, you know, not being allowed on television. I'm an FCC agent. Or Aaron is completely wrong. She made up a rule. That's that is Josh Hutcherson's actual penis. I've seen Josh. I've Hutcherson. seen it. Right. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you've seen Josh Hutcherson's actual penis, let's just say that in high school it was more like the Thirsty Games. Well, and on that note, bye everyone. I would We're like to change forever. I would like to change the subject <laughs> to literally anything else. So my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, By the way, as we're having this conversation, I'm looking at the giant Nalgene bottle that you have sitting on that table. Uh-huh. Just wanted to comment on that. Great. Paid you're money just... for this, man. Uh-huh. Um, and now you're going to think of Josh Hutcherson's dick every time you drink out of it. And when not drinking out of it. Thirsty games indeed. Um, Is this... The, <laughs> please, Can we please not call this episode the Thirsty Games? Oh, well, now we are. Okay. Um, I was going to call it Ankle Punch. Okay. Either way. I like the Thirsty Games better. Um, so what did you think <laughs> of the homosexual content in this show? I, I don't have any particular thoughts on it. I feel like it might have been well done. Yeah. I mean, it, it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't scream out, wow, this is really offensive. Yeah. But I could also see an argument for... Like, the entire episode where, I mean, there's one episode that is, I mean, it's a farce. It is Josh Hutcherson running around a house. He goes through one door right as somebody else comes through another door, and they manage to keep missing each other. Right. I mean, it was was Noises Off. Right. Well, it was the play inside Noises Off. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. But. Nothing on. Nothing on. Thank you. I could not remember the name of it. (laughs) But he's doing this in... Extremely, he's doing this extremely well in very high heels, fishnets, a corset, garters. He looks like he just got out of a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Show. Yeah. 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 Um, and like I, I for one, was impressed in his ability to run around that house in those heels. Agreed. Agreed. Especially considering that Tiger could not stand in a pair of heels. I have to imagine that was just excellent acting on that oh, yeah. actress part, right? Well, yeah, because later on she was walking around in heels just right. fine. Um, that actress, by the way, was on, uh, am I remembering? She's on Happy Endings, I believe. Maybe. She. Um, I don't think I've seen her in anything else. She's been on one thing that I was like, ah, I've seen her on something, but I don't remember what it was. I think it's Happy Endings. I feel like every time... We wonder what it was. It ends up being happy endings. Well, I'm just really happy that over the course of this podcast, I've been able to start coming up with the title, Happy Endings, as opposed to, you know, that show with uh, Casey... Her name's not Casey Affleck. That's no. that other guy. That's that's actual Casey Affleck. Yeah. Casey whatever. I know Happy Endings as the show that Coach from New Girl mm-hmm. left New Girl because Happy Endings got picked up. Uh-huh. And then when Happy Endings got canceled, he came back to New Girl. Yes. That Casey is Wilson. that is 
Wilson. Okay. Yeah. That's literally all I know about happy endings. Uh, and it, apparently Tyra was in it. If, Tyra. Tiger. Yes, I believe she was. Um, There's a time when she has to not go by Tiger. Yeah. And so she chooses Tyra right. as the name she goes by. And Wolf chooses the name Corey Wolfhart. Right. I and thought, it's brilliant. I thought for a second they were going to have Wolf become, be, become yeah. Corey Hart. Yeah. Um, which they would, did not because Corey Hart already existed when Wolf jumped into that right. timeline. Um, I think that you would like Happy Endings. It's on Hulu. Okay. Uh, it's sort of. I'll get to it eventually. It's a sitcomy sitcom. Like it's 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 a silly little thing. Yeah. Anyways, so there there's also an extended tribute to the Top Gun beach volleyball scene. Yes, that is so spot on. I can hardly stand it <laughs> because it's perfect. There's. There's almost nothing. There's almost nothing wrong with it. In fact, it might be better because then Tiger is tracking Wolf, and then she assumes that the volleyball court is where a bunch of skulls hit the ground. And she's right. like skull there, skull there, where she's seeing where the ball hit. Right. The yeah. She's thinking it's a battleground, which is which makes it even funnier to think back on the scene where yes. playing with the boys is playing, and they're. Doing the high five, which is a, an up top down low immediately, which is specifically from Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. This this the tributes in this in this show are excellent. It was all just so well done, yeah. and there will be a second season because it ended. I mean, it set up. It was set up for one. It was certainly set up for one. Though I will say. Yeah, it's probably going to I would be have shocked if it doesn't have a second season. However, the actress who played the mom is Died. no longer alive. Glenn Headley. Yes. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. Right. I'm assuming they will have to kill the character off. Or just, you. I mean, like, have her... It would now... So in Back to the Future, Crispin Glover played Marty's dad. Mm-hmm. In Back to the Future Part 2 and 3, a different dude played Marty's dad. Okay. And how they got around that was... Do you remember Back to the Future Part 2 very well? That's one where they actually go into the future? Right, 2015. Yeah. So there's a part... The only part with Marty's dad, he's upside down. Because his, like, hoverboard thing is... His, like, hover wheelchair or whatever is malfunctioning again. So now he's upside down. Okay. So they got enough... A guy that looks enough like Crispin Glover aged and upside down to pass and that was how they got around crispin glover not being in the movie okay um yeah he may and then that character may not have been in part three at all as a matter of fact um but so there are ways to not i feel like killing the mom would be well so the way the series ends or the season ends season two could take up a decent number of like a decent amount of time later or time travel happens again right and when he comes back to something approximating his current timeline enough time has gone by that his mother has passed away i feel like she passed away during the show because the dad uh, ed bigley jr Mm -hmm. was the only one that we saw when he was in the home yeah so i think they already found ways to write around her passing right but i think that they will not be able to continue having her exist 
solely off camera for the duration of another season or more. Yeah. Well, if they're and if so, they ended it very Back to the Futurey. Mm-hmm. Um, about five minutes short of doing the exact Back to the Future <laughs> Part One ending because we, it ended on a flash. Right. Um. So they could do like if they were doing their keeping up on their reference game. Which I can't imagine they wouldn't. Yeah. They could do a very, you know, Back to the Future part two, like, you know, we, all right, we got we to gotta go. We got to, you know, something mm-hmm. else is wrong. Let's go. And then yeah. whatever. But yeah, I mean, like, I will definitely watch a second season of yeah. this. I will go back and rewatch this season yeah. at some point because, I mean, it really just like, I would I would love to end up in a room with the writing team on this and mm-hmm. just like stand there and slow clap. Yeah. Because it was one of the most well-done things. This and American Vandal mm -hmm. were the standout TV new series of 2017 for me. I can't think of any other show that I watched that was as well-written, as well-acted. It really says something about... Uh, like streaming streaming mm-hmm. services yeah because american vandal was netflix this is hulu yeah so i mean like i i enjoyed it i would i would heartily recommend it yeah um i hope we didn't spoil too much slash just royally confuse you i think we didn't yeah i think we did better than we did with american vandal actually i think that's true but american vandal we had to talk about some stuff that, yeah um but i think this we i think we've done well and i think that you'll enjoy it there are parts there there are whole arcs that we didn't talk about. Yes. And the and the time travel holds up. It it was for me at least there wasn't anything where I was like, "Okay, but Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean it all true. it all seemed to work exactly the way it should have. I'd say that's true. I think that there I mean, you could have complicated it more cuz like there were cer- oh, certainly sure. But actually that they established that they were going to alternate timelines. Mm-hmm. It, it cleared them of, of ever having to be like, how come he didn't run into himself in his room? Yeah. Like, you know, pa- him, his past self. Yeah. In his room because he's in an alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. He is himself. And in, yeah. So, and it was cool that they confirmed that by the existence of Jay Futz. Yes. So. Yep. I think that that is all I pretty much have to say about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Go watch it. It's great. There's, I mean, there's great cameos in it. Ron Funches is 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 in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's lots of great. Uh, I can't. I feel like I was like, oh my god, that person is someone. But uh, I don't remember. Yeah, off the top of my head, I can't remember. But uh, yeah, I'd... David Keckner plays uh, Marty's <laughs> Marty, um, Josh's uncle. Um, okay. and he is excellent in, in, he, he, he's excellent as a screw up and then later as not a screw up. Um, I'm drawing a complete blank. I remember the character and I'm not remembering. Todd Packer from. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I'm remembering yeah. the, the dude from, I'm remembering Anchorman. Anchorman. Right. Yeah. And I was like, am I misremembering? I always forget I don't that Anchorman is such a huge reference point for you uh-huh. i constantly forget that yeah because um, it shouldn't be well it kind of <laughs> it shouldn't and it should be because it Aaron is Aaron is an enigma it shouldn't be in general because it's anchorman right. it shouldn't be for me specifically because it's anchorman right and but yet here we are here we are 
Exactly. So, um, yeah, he was great. There, there are excellent um, cameos in it as yeah. well. Um, so, yeah, go watch it. It's uh, And I, I personally loved the way it, like, the, the direct, like, the sharp right that it took at the end. Uh-huh. Where you were like, oh, so that's... Well, this is the last episode, so I guess that's how this is ending. And that, yeah, and then there were, well, I was like, "Oh. Okay." There was a cool element of, yeah, but this is real life, not a video game. Right. So that that cop was excellent. I thought mm-hmm. he was going to be annoying, but the way they took his character on that journey, yeah. I was like, he was he was he was one of my favorites too, it turns out at the end of the day, especially from the last ep- like with the last episode, yeah. how where he ended up. Yeah. Anyways, if you watch it and, and have thoughts on it, come come on to the face group, Facebook group. The face group. And let us know. Yeah. Um, speaking of Facebook group, segue into social media. Yes. Segue. Ankle segue. <laughs> ankle segue? Yeah, like an ankle punch. Did you just run over my ankle with a segue? Uh-huh. Ow. That hurt. I was on a tour of people lying down. Oh. And exposing their ankles. Well... So you were not in the Victorian Vic- timeline. Victorian then. taboo tour. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> on your segue. On my segue. Yeah. It's a whole whole it's a whole fetish breaking ankles in Victoria. We have a Twitter. It is at UFO Podcast. Today the F stands for Futterman. Futterman. I mean that was <laughs> I don't even know why I bothered to set it up because it was just a given. I love that in like the last episode or the second to last episode, Tiger pronounced his name wrong. She calls him like Furderman. And he's like, it's actually Futterman. And I was like, what a weird choice to make in the second to last episode I didn't of the show. That at all. It's so it's so quick. These but jokes, I, but they she had been calling him Future Man the entire time, right? So maybe or it was, Josh, maybe it was a a nod to I'm ever... going to call you Futterman. <laughs> yeah, did she ever? Say his name correctly? I don't think so. I don't think so, because I think she just, she never had a reason to say his last name. Yeah. I gave our Twitter handle out on a on a thread on the Movement Bambino podcast group, uh-huh. as I always do, which is saying that it is at UFO pod. And I was like, wait, dang, no, it's not. Every single time I want to say UFO pod. That's why I always let you do Twitter. Oh, is that why? Because I always want it to be at UFO pod. Oh, but well, it's not. it's not. It's at UFO Podcast. I am individually on Twitter at Unabashed James. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. Um, we have a Patreon. It is uh, patreon.com slash Unabashedly Obsessed. I have some writing to do. Um, you do? That I keep forgetting about and then remembering when I'm like driving in my car or and, like... Yeah, that's when you set wa- a reminder for yourself in your phone. Oh, uh, okay. Tell set. Siri to set you a reminder. That's... The o- the only way I ever get anything done is telling Siri to set reminders. Lamar, set a reminder to, um, yeah, okay. Well, wow. I have I have right. I have some I have some writing to do before. I'm going to try and get it done before the end of January. That feels Good. fair. We also I, have newsletters that Aaron is I writing just, for the February. Yep, I just wrote the February newsletter. It is, it it's a ride. All right, I'm excited. I have to figure out what my recommendations are. Or five dollar patrons. I think I have mine. I have one. I definitely have one. I watched an excellent movie last night. Oh, good. And then I think I can come up with. One. I actually am in the middle of listening to something that might be another one of my recommendations. Excellent. So you should join that. Uh, we have tiers. The five dollar tier or above gets you the recommendations. Any level gets you the newsletter. 
So we uh, we we've mentioned our email address, unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on uh, iTunes and Google and Stitcher Play. Nope. We're also on <laughs> iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher. Um, Rate, review, subscribe. It helps us rise in the rankings. It does. We had a review from Mary Ann Berry. Who, in my headcanon, is actually Mary Berry from the Great British Bake Off. I like to think that maybe she's both a fan of Mary Berry from the Great British Bake Off and also a fan of of former D.C. Mayor Mary Ann Berry. And so she picked a, a name that mashed up. Or maybe it's Mary Berry who is a fan of... Mary and Barry. Or maybe it's her actual name. Right. And At she's any rate, so sick of Mary and Barry and Mary Barry jokes. Yeah, and she also just unsubscribed. And erased her review. Uh-huh. Can you do hi, that? Hi, Mary Ann Barry. Hi. We, we appreciate the kind five-star review. Do you think she's also gotten Queen Mab jokes? Because of her initials? Yeah. Probably not as likely as Mary Barry. All right. Well, let us know... Uh, join the Facebook group and when holy crap if we saw someone join the Facebook group I'd be like oh my god it's you (laughs) oh and hopefully she's listened to this episode so she's prepared for that okay so yeah you should and so rate review subscribe for sure because it's it I had forgotten what a thrill it was to get an Apple review yeah Apple Apple review so I think that's gonna do it we just have a couple of thank yous to give Uh, thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our uh, theme song, Did You Guys Know There's a Ladder Down Here? You can find him and his band, A Silent Few, on YouTube. And thank you also to Emily Cardamus for our excellent logo art. You can find her on Twitter at Corrupted Gem. I think that's going to do it for, for this week, and that means it's going to do it for Time Travel Month. Yeah. Um, or at I, least this timeline's Time Travel Month. Exactly. In in a future timeline, we, we just talk about time travel past all the woman. Time. I would watch Past Woman all the live long day. Would you? Yeah, probably. I'm James. I'm Aaron. Smoking kills. And so do pennies. Next dab. <laughs>